here's a message from Ken Lavica. Or bust. You're going to hear that term a ton going in to weekend number one of the NFL playoffs. Who has the most to prove? Cyrus Whitting hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go. You are listening to Ken LaVica Live. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. Turn it up. Turn it up! Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 106.3. The NFL playoffs have arrived. Well, they're still like a day away, but have arrived for weekday sports talk radio purposes. And I tell you what, I'm ready to go. And my team's even in it, and my focus is not on them at all. The Dolphins, we know how that's going to play out. We know what's going to happen, Skylar Thompson against the Bills. But what we love to do in sports is we love to talk legacies, whether it's someone who's already established a legacy, someone who has an ability to propel themselves into a different realm of legacy, or someone that has a chance to tarnish said legacy and there are a surprising amount across the board a surprising amount of legacies that it can either improve or they can diminish or they can be established even in this weekend even in this weekend of the nfl playoffs but also for sure overall in the nfl postseason but who has the most to lose or gain with everything. Ken Levicka live on a Friday here on ESPN 106.3. Free ESPN app and on your smart speaker. And Stone Lebanowitz, Friday Night Lights, Radio Life Partner, and myself, we are doing it right on this Friday. We are out of the Anna John Levine Action and Attorney Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers, right off of the cloudy and soon to be cold intracoastal where Cyrus Wittig sits and runs this catastrophe until 2 o'clock. Stone and I are at the South Florida Fair. In fact, we have a front row seat to the 1 o'clock pig races here at the South Florida Fair. So come check us out in the yesteryear village. We are at the fire department building. Uh, this isn't actually a fire department, right? No, this is just a building. It's like an old-timey fire department. They don't actually fight fires out of this fire department, I don't think. I would but imagine not. You'd know it if you saw it. There's hoses and fire extinguishers and a big old tractor uh, near us. And, of course, right across from us is the pig races. Here's what you do. If you want to come hang out with Stone and myself until 2 o'clock here at day number one, the opening day of the South Florida Fair, you walk into gate two, you immediately make make a left, you head past a pond, you'll get into Yesteryear Village. You can tell what Yesteryear Village is because everything is built with wood. There's a general store and it looks old timey, hence Yesteryear Village. And you will see us right in front of the fire department and right across from the pig races. And if you check social media right now at ESPN West Palm, Stone Lebanowitz forced me to take the most embarrassing picture of my entire 16-year professional radio career where him and I are lined up as if we're about to sprint in an Olympic 100-meter dash near the starting line to the pig races. 
So thank you for that. I'm extremely embarrassed. So check out that picture at ESPN West Palm. But behind us are the gates where the pigs come out of. And there Stone and I are in our three-point Jamaican sprinter stance. Uh, We keep calling them pigs. Should we use their proper name, which I believe is swine? I feel like that's an insult. (laughs) Is that derogatory? No, I think that's derogatory. Now, the pigs obviously can't protest that because they're, well, pigs. But I feel like if you call something or someone swine, that's disrespectful. In fact, I I don't like how they're branded. The swine racers... The world-famous racing pigs, why does swine have to get involved in this? Yeah, I agree with you there. Swine is very disrespectful to these athletes, these athletes who put their pork butts on the line every single year here at the South Florida Fair. Again, they sell tickets, too. We have a whole set of bleachers here around the Show Me Swine Racer setup, and it looks legitimate. It is legitimate. I mean, it's a, it's a, a big, big bleacher setup. In fact, I would say that bleacher setup is bigger than some local high schools have <laughs> for, their, for their football game. That's true. And the race course, I mean, it is absolutely beautiful. It's got mulch inside of it, soft footing yeah. uh, to help these pigs uh, to to enhance their their greatest athletic endeavors. Um, and this, so that's why when I see swine, I think that is really disrespectful to these world-class athletes that will be racing in front of us at 1 o'clock here at the South Florida Fair. So come check out the pig races. Come check out the fried food. Come check out all the rides, and come check out Stone and myself. It is day one of the South Florida Fair, and oh, yeah, Come check out the dinosaurs. Dinosaurs, dynamite. That's the theme this year at the South Florida Fair, at the beautiful South Florida Fairgrounds. I know I'm going to go hit myself up a brontosaurus, a little pterodactyl after we wrap up here at 2 o'clock. But get your tickets, southfloridafair.com, southfloridafair.com. That's the South Florida Fair. Uh, Stone, over the last couple of days, you watching the worldwide leader, ESPN, what would you say is the team that the esteemed Bristol Bunch, the ESPN personalities most want to project pressure onto. What would you say is the team that you've heard most uh, that is being listed as the these dudes better perform or heads are going to roll? That would be the uh, oh-so-infamous Kardashians of the National Football League. Call them the Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys. Stone is exactly right about that. In fact, I want you to listen yesterday. This is first take. This is is Stephen A. Smith. This is his ongoing feud with the Dallas Cowboys and their fans. This is his assessment of the Dallas Cowboys in the 2023 NFL playoffs. Cowboy Nation ain't getting away with this. You gotta win. You gotta at the least get to the Super Bowl or this season is a flagrant, glaring disappointment. You think I've been dealing with this this disgusting, nauseating fan base all of these years where you got this team and the stuff that I've been hearing about the Cowboys, Dak Prescott and CeeDee Lamb and Micah Parsons and the crew, and you get to watch somebody else get to the Super Bowl? You damn right it's Super Bowl or bust. You damn right. I I got names. Denzel Washington is Super Bowl. Jamie Foxx. All right, Cleveland A. Smith, whatever the hell you call yourself, I don't know what it is. Oh, yeah, it's Super Bowl or bust. All right, Allen Iverson with his closet cowboy loving stuff. LeBron James, another cowboy fan. All right, all of these people, all of these people that we've had to deal with all these years. Oh, you ain't getting away with this. You, I'll be damned if you're getting away with this. Oh, it's Super Bowl or bust. You get to the Super Bowl, 
or this season is a bust. You sit up there, all these Cowboy fans talking that nonsense, even though they're still crying. They're still crying from last year. They have been a little bit quieter this year than they have in years past because they're nervous, ain't you? Y'all nervous, ain't y'all? Y'all know what's coming. You know you're about to go against Tom Brady. You know Sam Howell put it on you just last week, and now you going up against Tom Brady. You're a little bit nervous, ain't you? Because you know that success and greatness and great moments have been sprinkled down upon him throughout his career, and he's had his way with you. You're real nervous, ain't you? You should be. You're damn right. You got to get it done. So Stephen A. Smith passed the bit that he has with Cowboys fans and uh, the constant back and forth between the two and uh, him conveying that hatred for them. I mean, he's, he's on public record now that the Dallas Cowboys, a non-division champion, an entrant into the NFC wildcard playoffs, is Super Bowl or bust. Super Bowl or bust. I'll say this, as high profile as the Cowboys are, that seems like a little bit of an exaggeration. I, I will not bat an eye if the Cowboys get knocked out before the NFC Championship game. Have you watched the Cowboys this year? Have you watched Dak Prescott? Are they good? Yeah. Are they Super Bowl caliber where they should be the ones where the onus should be on them to make a run that everybody's expecting? No. I just, I suppose if you're talking contracts and talking uh, names and Marquis and Jerry Jones and his braggadocio, I suppose maybe they're Super Bowl or bust, but anybody who's rational, anybody who's had a brain, and anybody who's watched football for an entire 18 weeks this season, how could you say the Dallas Cowboys are Super Bowl or bust? I mean, it's borderline impossible, right? They're plus 2,000 to win the Super Bowl, so if you want to talk Super Bowl or bust, it would be the teams that are 3-1, to 4-1, to 5-1 to favorites, right? They're not even close to this list. They're right up there. The Los Angeles Chargers, borderline the same odds as Tom Brady and his Buccaneers, right? And we, we have virtually no faith for these guys to get to the big game. So it just seems forced, but by who? I don't know. I asked you this question earlier today, and I have in, in days past. Like, who starts this narrative? Like, who tells Stephen A. Smith that we need to talk about them being Super Bowl or bust? Because I think if you were to poll the fans or just the general public, I mean, they don't necessarily think that's the case, nor do they care even hearing about it. Well, there, there obviously are going to be some who do believe that the Dallas Cowboys are Super Bowl or bust because you hear about the Cowboys so often during the course of a season, right? They're always a talking point. They're a flashpoint. They're a brand. But this is why I feel like the last couple of days we've been inundated with Dallas Cowboys pressure on then Super Bowl or bust. It's because they are a brand. And they do elicit conversation. What are we doing right now? We're talking about the Dallas Cowboys. Now, we're refuting something that Stephen A. Smith said about right. the Dallas Cowboys. But that said, I mean, the Cowboys bring attention. Whether they're good, whether they're bad, the Cowboys can always be on the tip of everybody's tongue. So to answer your question, that is why the Dallas Cowboys are discussed. That is why Bristol is dictating, hey, should probably talk Cowboys here. Probably need to bring up Dak. Probably need to bring up Jerry Jones. Micah Parsons, go for it. Zeke, go for it. Because the Cowboys, everybody always has a thought on the Cowboys. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it, it 100% does. But back-to-back 12-win seasons, like this team's not a failure to the point where I'm questioning why I'm watching the worldwide leader last night and the question that is on the feeder at the bottom is what does this game mean Monday night for Dak Prescott's legacy? 
like what are we doing here or or where are we going with like like where does it, where do you want this conversation to directionally go he's gone back to back 12 win seasons yes he's turnover prone he does that but does anybody necessarily care about Dak Prescott's legacy in this moment in time no i don't think so so we're just forcing it upon everybody yeah i, I the, the word legacy and Dak Prescott hey, what legacy <laughs> what are we doing i don't i don't understand at what point did we start having Dak Prescott legacy conversations? Is it because he got a a, a new contract? Is is that does that automatically qualify you for a legacy conversation? Uh, if if you get a a new contract, because I have not thought one single solitary moment at any point in my life about the Dak Prescott legacy. I just don't. I don't understand where that comes from, and that was a discussion on first take uh, earlier today. Was about the legacy of Dak Prescott. He doesn't have one. He 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 doesn't have one, and I don't think that uh, he could start one if he wins a Super Bowl. If he does hit the Super Bowl or bust uh, goal that Stephen A. Smith hit, but other than that, what? Legacy. Yeah, he has to run the ringer, right? First it starts with Tom Brady, then it'll eventually creep up to a 49er squad, the Philadelphia Eagles squad. If he can take them down, yeah, let's have that conversation. But how we know Dak Prescott right now, the, the higher percentage of us, is that he has the same amount of interceptions or ended the regular season with the same amount of yeah. inver- interceptions as Davis Mills did. Got beat by Sam Howell. Got not just beat by Sam Howell. Pounded. Absolutely pounded by Sam Howell and the rest of that commander's team. So this whole Cowboys thing, it's totally jammed in there. And I don't think that we want to hear it or necessarily want to talk about it. But, hey, if it fools you, you better wake up. Now, what I would argue is that the Cowboys as a collective unit I do not think are Super Bowl or bust. I don't think they had the ammunition to prove anything from a wins standpoint, making a run in the postseason. What I would say is individually there are some who have a lot to prove, and Dak Prescott is one of them. Not a legacy conversation, but after the ill-advised slide to knock the Cowboys out of the playoffs a year ago and Dak Prescott's erratic, inconsistent play during the regular season – he does have a semblance of something that he has to prove to people and maybe even to himself in these playoffs. And it starts against the Buccaneers. Mike McCarthy, he has a lot to prove because I do think his job is on the line against the Buccaneers on Monday night. Whether you agree with it or not. Right, 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 exactly. Mike McCarthy, do I think that he should be on the hot seat? No, but... To Jerry Jones, does Mike McCarthy have something to prove because that's all that matters? Probably. And I think that this is also a a Jerry Jones moment. All of these acquisitions, all of the shrewd moves he's made, all of the talking he's done, does he actually have something that he can be proud of that meets a Cowboys standard? Jerry Jones has something to prove. As a collective, the Cowboys ain't it for me. And they're not Super Bowl or bust because they're not Super Bowl capable. They're not Super Bowl ready. They have a bunch of pieces, but they don't have a collective. But individually, there are a bunch of people in that Dallas organization that have a lot to prove and a lot on the line this weekend. I would compare this to the same propaganda propaganda that, that the Georgia Bulldog used. Say They said they were doubted. Right? They said, hey, they said we were going to go 7-5. and five. They said we were going to go 5-7. and seven. Well, look what we did now. I, I think it's Jerry Jones and, and the higher-ups kind of forcing the narrative that these guys are Super Bowl or bust. And now we get to this point where playoffs are starting, 
and now it's solidified itself. It's Super Bowl or bust for these guys, but it was all fake propaganda. It has been all season long. Same thing as the Georgia Bulldogs, right? Nobody doubted. Nobody said seven and five. You're not, nobody said Georgia's going to finish seven and five. And then we hear, who was that, Nolan Smith? Yeah. After the game. Oh, they told, they said we were going to finish seven. And, no, Nolan, nobody, nobody told you that. And for the Dallas Cowboys, their win total at the beginning of the season was, I believe, 11 and, 11 and a half. It, like, was it really? I, 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 Christian, if, if you don't mind checking. The audible assassin, Christian Cat with us as well. Yeah, I think it was 11 and a half preseason about win total. So it's like, if you want to doubt these guys, no, they were projected to win a good amount of games. They were projected to, to win that division. We didn't know the Eagles were going to be this good. So is it Super Bowl or bust? It's just like that next propaganda step we're taking that I don't think it's deserving of. So Stephen A. Smith says the Cowboys are Super Bowl or bust. Stone and I say... What are you talking about? It just feels disingenuous. I think he's just perpetuating the rivalry he has with Cowboys fans. If you want to talk about individuals with something to prove, then I'll I'll, uh, help you with that argument if it's a Dak Prescott, if it's a Jerry Jones, if it's a Mike McCarthy. But I just, even past them, I feel like there are players, teams, coaches, that have more to prove than anything Dallas Cowboys related. And I could be wrong, but me, the way that I have consumed this NFL season and previous NFL seasons and storylines and talk about this every day with Stone, I feel like there are more individual entities and team conglomerates that have more to prove. And I look at Josh Allen. And I know that we love the Bills right now, and we hold them close to our hearts, and they're the cuddly teddy bear of the NFL, and uh, they have made it through impossible circumstances this year. Uh, past making fun of them for that really tough game where they had to, 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 to have the sun shining on them, very, very difficult for them. Past that, actual things that matter, like blizzards killing 40 people and getting stranded in various American cities, um, uh, needing to be snowmobiled out of your home and then of course the tragedy with Jamar Hamlin there are a lot of people that want to see the Bills succeed even before all of that happened the Bills though were darlings we talked about it yesterday the Bills have been and are darlings of the NFL in the NFL playoffs and Josh Allen has been the face of that he's been the epicenter of that but if he loses again before getting to a Super Bowl we have to start having that conversation about if Josh Allen's actually capable of doing this, if Josh Allen can actually win a ring. He has been this up-and-coming, vastly improved unicorn of a quarterback, and what a great story, and man, he's reckless, and he lowers his shoulder, and he's a tank that throws the ball 80 yards in the air. But all of that cutesy stuff, stuff aside, if he comes short of the Super Bowl again this year, then, for me... This, will he ever do it? Is he capable of doing it? Is he that guy? You can unequivocally, without hesitation, start having that conversation. For me, Josh Allen, more than any player, more than any coach, more than any team in this NFL postseason, has the most to prove. I'm willing to jump on board with that unless it's the Kansas City Chiefs that they face. No, you're playing in a neutral site now. You're going to Atlanta now. So this is really no excuse now. You don't have to go to Kansas City anymore because you've been coddled to a point where now you get to play in a dome. 
Right, right. So, so, so that would ultimately halt things. But if you do lose to a Kansas City Chiefs team that is just too powerful, has too many weapons, is just so good situationally, we've already seen it happen to them a number of times now. So that would make me hold off and be like, okay, the Bills still have it. They still deserve to be the favorites heading into next season as far as who wants to hoist the Lombardi. But if they were to lose to a Chargers team, a Jaguars team, let's not even mention the Dolphins, the, in a few of these other teams, if they want to lose to the Bengals in an AFC Championship game, then we can start questioning Josh Allen. But if it's the Chiefs, I'll hold off because the Chiefs are just too damn good. But I do think the question should be raised with Josh because he's been given everything that he needs to win a Super Bowl. There's not anything he's missing offensively, defensively, coaching staff-wise. I mean, last year he had the number one defense in yep. the NFL, and they still couldn't do it. And uh, you could say, oh, but it was no fault of his own. Josh did his part. He had that game-winning drive. All right, but it's also back-to-back years that you've fallen short against the Chiefs. It's the Bills and Josh Allen putting themselves in a position to lose the one seed. And obviously it was it was a, a random and out-of-nowhere circumstance that ultimately gave the Chiefs the one seed, but you lost to Zach Wilson this year, okay? It, it, like all those things yeah. add up. There's, there's a larger part to the story than just head-to-head against the Chiefs. For sure, and in big games he's shown us that he will turn the ball over, right? He'll make mm-hmm. boneheaded mistakes. All season he's shown he'll turn the ball over. But it comes with being the gunslinger that he is, right? He has that mentality that he doesn't necessarily care what down and distance it is, what defense they're playing. Right? He's going to take that shot down the field. He's going to be aggressive. And, yeah, sometimes he turns the ball over. But a lot of the times in the red zone, he makes mistakes that a lot of other quarterbacks like Tom Brady, like some of these guys don't. So if that happens in this playoff run, go ahead, raise the red flag. Stephen A. Smith on first take. He says the Dallas Cowboys, they're Super Bowl or bust. They have the most to prove in the NFL postseason. I say, uh, 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 or, or like Stephen A., uh, uh, uh. <laughs> it's Josh Allen. Josh Allen, more than any player, more than any coach, more than any team, has the most to prove in the NFL postseason. What do you say? What do you think? Which player, which coach, which team has the most to prove in the NFL playoffs? We cast a wide net because there are a number of players, teams, or coaches that can get caught up in it. Which player, team, or coach has the most to prove in the NFL playoffs? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. You can tweet at us at KLV1063 on Twitter. 888-760-3776. 3776. Ken Levick alive here on a Friday. We are at the South Florida Fair. The South Florida Fairgrounds is where we're hanging out. We are right across from the pig races because, again, I refuse to call these elite athletes swine. It's flat out disrespectful. These pigs, these glorious muscle bound pork pigs, are going to be racing at 1 o'clock right across from us here at the South Florida Fair. We are at the Yesteryear Village Fire Department. You'll see us. We're right across from the pig races. So come check us out here on the opening day of the South Florida Fair. Get your passes, southfloridafair.com. If you're experiencing foot and ankle pain, need to see an expert in the field. I wonder if they treat pigs. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. 
specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. Which player, team, or coach has the most to prove in the NFL playoffs? I say Josh Allen. Maybe it is the Dallas Cowboys, like Stephen A. Smith says. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. So, Stone, I ask you, as we sit here right across from the pig races here at the South Florida Fair, who do you most has to go ham Ooh, in the playoffs. Nice. Yeah. Very nicely I'm, done. I'm there. glad you picked up on that. The four, <laughs> the four swines heard that one too, <laughs> I'm sure. For me, it's the Minnesota Vikings. And I don't think that's a popular. It might be contrarian, but. 13 and 4 champions of the NFC North, Minnesota Vikings. And they will, I think, hold that NFC North with both hands for the next few seasons. I think it's theirs to lose at this point, no longer Green Bay's. But they're 13 and 4. They've been called frauds. The entire regular season. Nobody's given them an ounce of well, they, respect. They play every game to the final play. Like the final drive of the game. It always that, seems that like it comes down to that. I get that some people might call them frauds because that doesn't seem sustainable. I mean, it's not. Like the law of averages has to catch up at some point. It does. But I think because they've been deemed this fraudulent team, even though they're 13-4, and four, there's no higher ceiling to go into the playoffs with than a 13-4 and record, right? It, it, it's better than Cincinnati. It's similar to the Bengals, and it's quite literally the same record the Kansas City Chiefs hold at this point. So I don't think there's any better you can do. So if you were to go into and host an NFC wildcard game against the New York Giants and lose that game, then it's rock bottom. For but your you remember the last time they played the Giants? It came down to a Greg Joseph go FAU 61-yard field goal to win it. A record length. Just a field couple goal. of weeks ago. Just so I, I just think that if you lose to this team that, like you just mentioned, they had already beat after a 13 and four season, I, then there's nowhere else to go, right? You can't bring in any more pieces. Kirk Cousins is paid. You have the best receiver in football right now True. in Justin your Jefferson. Your defense is pretty elite. Your defense is great. The secondary is really good. There yeah, are, that's a good call. The more you lay it out, I, I just. I don't think the Vikings are going to go to the Super Bowl. And neither do I. But I see what you're saying about having something to prove because how do you improve that roster past what it already is other than the quarterback? Yeah, and how do you finish a season with a better record than 13-4? and four? You can't do it. Like, it's as good as it gets. So where do you go from here if you lose to a Giants team that is ran by a quarterback that if he was still a senior in college, we would have no clue. Which player, team, or coach has the most to prove in the NFL playoffs? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. I say Josh Allen has the most to prove of anything, anyone in the NFL playoffs. Stone's going with the Minnesota Vikings. And, of course, all of this based off of Stephen A. Smith. Dallas Cowboys, Super Bowl or bust. Which player, team, or coach has the most to prove? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. On Twitter, at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. We'll take your calls. We'll uh, go through and dig from our social media and... 
Well, just enjoy the South Florida Fair. In fact, what I think we should do, Audible Assassin Christian Cat. I believe some of the food stands are starting to open here. Um, we've got some of the members of our ESPN West Palm Street team here as well. Let's see if maybe Everett can go. I'll, I'll, I'll give him uh, full reign of my credit card. <laughs> and let's see what fair food we can get Stone to, uh, to, to start digging in on. Because I know Stone actually was already traversing the South Florida Fairgrounds before we got on the air looking for something fried, looking for something sweet, something a little meaty, and nothing was open yet. I believe now that it is, it is past noon, some things are open. So, like, you're, you're at the fair. You want something fried, right? Like, I mean, you want, you it, want a it, fried something. It's a dream of mine. Okay. All right. So, here's what we're going to do. We are going to, we are going to have uh, – I'll, I'll give the credit card, and let's, let's bring back Stone two different things. Oh, something dessert and something meat. Something sweet and something meat. Some sweet and then meat. Sweet meat. Nope. Sweet and then meat. Oh, yes. For Stone. All right. That's what we're going to do. So uh, Stone's just going to be eaten. I hope you're ready. You're, uh, you're going to eat your way through the show. That's my plan now. Born ready. I don't think there's anything right, that they perfect. can't bring that I won't house All down. Right. All right. So Stone's going to start housing some stuff here. We'll take your calls. We'll continue to talk NFL playoffs. And Stone might very unprofessionally do the rest of the show with food in his mouth. Which player, team, or coach has the most to prove? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Which player, team, or coach in this NFL playoffs has the most to prove? And what is Stone eating when we come back? We'll find out. He's Stone Labanowitz. Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levicka. I'm live from the South Florida Fair here on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Opening day of the South Florida Fair in West Palm, South Florida Fairgrounds. Stone and I are out here in the Yesteryear Village. We are right across from the pig races. I believe the first race is at 1 o'clock uh, with, uh, with these, these racing pigs. But because there's cloud cover, we won't be baking in the sun. Yeah. Thank oh. you, Audible Assassin Christian Cat, for that acknowledgement of that phenomenal joke. You good? Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm good. That one's tough to recover from. Yeah. But, God, I'm just excited. I think people are, like, coming to scope out the track, make yeah, sure yeah, it's yeah, in yeah, good yeah. condition. And trying to – people are coming early uh, to make sure that they're, they're getting – for uh, for the the first pig race uh, of the day, um, and so uh, I will will try and get because these these pigs all have names too. I'm going to try and get the names of the pigs. That oh, we are, need are the roster. One o'clock. Yeah, we need it. We need the roster. We need a proper breakdown here. But we're at the South Florida Fair. By the way, get your tickets. It goes through the 29th of the month. SouthFloridaFair.com. SouthFloridaFair.com to get your passes to the South Florida Fair and bring out the family. The NFL playoffs begin tomorrow. You can listen to them right here on ESPN. Of course, the Dolphins. The Dolphins. The Dolphins and the Bills, 1 o'clock on Sunday here on ESPN 106.3. In case you need something to nap to. Um, Which player, team, or coach has the most to prove? Which player, team, or coach has the most to prove? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. In these NFL playoffs, which player, team, or coach has the most to prove. I say it's Josh Allen. Josh Allen has the most to prove. Of any individual, it's Josh Allen because you start having the conversation, is he capable of doing this if they fall short again? Don't go to the Super Bowl. And now you've got the hurdle of going to Kansas City out of the way because if you play the Chiefs, you're going to 
Mercedes-Benz Stadium. And I'm going to talk about that and how garbage that is before 2 o'clock. Trust me on this. Um, Jason messages, with what Allen did in the playoffs last year, I believe he proved what he can do. He's made mistakes this year, yes, but they're in a position they are in because of him. I agree the Bills as a team have the most to prove. All right. I think Josh Allen, the Bills go as Josh Allen goes. That's why I think you give him the edge over the most, as the most to prove over the Bills as a team. And, yes, in the playoffs, he absolutely proved last year what he's capable of. We've seen, we know what he's capable of, but he tends to offset what he's capable of doing with some boneheaded, why is he doing that, how did that happen mistakes. That's think, my point with him. And you're right, because we do know what he's capable of, like each and every one of us does. So I think that's why the expectations fall so hard on them because we know that they could easily win a Super Bowl, but it's going to take him turning the ball over, him making these mistakes that we've seen him make, for them not to win a Super Bowl. So all of it's warranted. Uh, Stone says the Minnesota Vikings, 13-4. and four. There's no way to upgrade that roster. I mean, it is what it is. They won the NFC North. They're the clear favorites in that division for the next couple of years, though I would argue Detroit is, uh, is coming. Um, but... Uh, he thinks the Vikings have the most to prove of any entity. Which player, team, or coach in the NFL playoffs has the most to prove? Which player, team, or coach has the most to prove in the NFL playoffs? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And again, as always, Twitter is open at KLV1063. Let's start things off in North Palm Beach with Blake. Hey, Blake. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good. I'm very well. Go ahead. Good. Um, it's Dak Prescott. So you're the, going the, the Cowboys, Ron. You think it's Dak. You think Dak, after how things ended last year, the slide and the, the, the clock running out and all the discussion around him and Cowboys QB1, you think it's Dak Prescott? Four clock management in that game. What has Dak Prescott done since he signed that big contract? Two Pro Bowls. Two division titles. He does not deserve that contract. You are not Patrick Mahomes. You are not any of these guys who hasn't accomplished anything. You've won one playoff game in your career. And I appreciate the call, Blake. Yeah, I mean, Dak, this goes back to what I was saying earlier in the show, that there are individuals that I think have more to prove than the Cowboys as a collective. The Cowboys are not a Super Bowl caliber team. They're just not. Uh, the defense is elite. Teams have found a way to exploit the Cowboys, even with that exceptional pass rush that they have, right? Um, Dak Prescott, yeah, he has a lot to prove. I think if he wins a playoff game, I think that's going to help him an awful lot. If they beat Tom Brady, if they play convincingly against the Bucks, that's going to help Dak Prescott in the court of public opinion. I mean, it's only going to heighten their expectations. And it's only going to put more pressure on these guys and more, more eyes on them. I, I'm sitting here wondering what year Dak Prescott was drafted out of Mississippi State in that fourth round. I can't necessarily remember. Or that quarterback class he was with. Because I want to take Dak Prescott's current resume right now. We talked about one playoff game. and He's obviously in a big contract. But 2016, by the way. That was the 2016 draft. Yeah, I, I want to know some other quarterbacks in there. Because let's just match up those resumes. Because if you told me that you have a quarterback drafted in the fourth round who has one playoff Jared win. Goff. Back-to-back. Carson Wentz. Okay. And, and I love this. So let's compare them. So you drafted them in that same class, that 2016 class. He has one playoff win, 
Two back-to-back 12-win seasons. Paxton Lynch. And they (laughs) – Really? Yeah, first uh, – 26 to the Broncos. And I think he's fine. Then let's go with Carson Wentz, and let's go with Jared Goff. Like, I think Dak Prescott has proven that he's better than both of those guys, and I don't think that it's much of a discussion. He's gotten back-to-back 12-win seasons. Is Dak Prescott better than the 2022 version of Jared Goff? I think so. I think so. I think we would give more more of that credit now, looking back on it, in retrospect, Sean McVay. I think we, I think we're allowed to do that. Not obviously with what he's done this season, but you know he has. <laughs> he, he brought you know Matthew Stafford to the Super Bowl, and they won it, and they had to go through the ringer to get there. So going after Dak's hard for me because he hasn't been in the league all that long. I, I understand it's like yeah, six he's been seasons. There long that, enough, man. Long enough to to what win a Super Bowl? God forbid he hasn't won a Super Bowl. There's you know ninety percent of these guys in the playoff field haven't won Super Bowls. So it's just like unfair, unfair. Back to back twelve win seasons. Cowboys fans should be super happy. Which player, team, or coach has the most to prove? Eight eight eight. 760-3776-888-760-3776. Uh, Ernesto in Boynton. What's up, Ernie? Guys, thanks for taking my call. And I see you guys are there representing the bacon run. Bacon run! That's right. Anyway, <laughs> uh, listen, um, there's a lot of people that have to represent this week, and, and it goes to their jobs. I say Dak is one of them because... I know, I know, Stone, you were just saying, you know, that he's better than the young kid that I say. He's young. Uh, uh, Herbert is young. So, he, you know, if anything, it's just time for him to just, you know, it's time, time will tell. But Zach had his time, dude. Team had, you said it, you said it. They had 12, two, 12 in teams, right, uh, years? So yep. he's been there. He hasn't won but just one playoff game. Whose fault it is? Some his and some not. Some his coaches. I say McCarthy's also on the hot seat this week, and if they don't win, um, uh, I say also the you said the Vikings. I say the Vikings is also on on that on that chopping block. If they can't, I I, I say they can't. If uh, Cousins can't do it, they're gonna have to find another another another. As a team, Ernie, as a team, I think the Vikings, what they're going to have to do, they're trying to fight off this stigma that they've gained that this entire year, 13 wins, but this entire year was just a fraud. It was a mirage. That's what they're fighting against. But it was, yeah, but the stigma and the mirage is what their history has been said. This is not their first time that they've had a great year or they've won their division. I mean, say, say tread lightly that they're – you know that that division is came out the way it did, but that's I mean, come on, you can't you can't go by that. They had their, this is their year. This is supposed to be the year, but I think the Giants, uh, they're playing house money, man. My Giants are playing house money. There's no. They're pressure playing with there. house money. There's there, there's no pressure there. We're here early on the show. We ain't supposed to be here. And uh, I heard I heard Jupiter Joe yesterday call uh, JC yesterday, and he needed to be called off the ledge, man. Oh, come on now. What's uh, going a, on here? I mean, you guys? Ernesto, he's a Cowboys fan. I mean, they, they, I think it's baked into their DNA. They now. live on the ledge. Yeah, like they've got the most. They cocky live on the sports, ledge. But the well, fans, the fans live on the ledge. Exactly. Well, they're going to have to live with this one. They're not going to win it. They're not going to go again. America's team is again not going to go to the playoffs past the first game or the first the first weekend. So, guys, have a good one. I'll see you Monday. Let's go, Giants! 
All right, Ernie, appreciate you. 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. Which player, team, or coach has the most to prove in the NFL playoffs? 888-760-3776. <laughs> and so we've delivered the first two dishes here at the South Florida Fair. Everett uh, went and, uh, and, and uh, has, has delivered Stone his first two dishes. So it's, it looks like we have uh, – Everett, what would you call – what is the uh, – what is this called with the, the potato – chip with the cheddar 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 chips cheddar fries it's basically looks like a ton oh yeah i guess it is fries oh yeah it is it's like they're like flat fries like kettle chips yeah but but they feel them there it's a potato it's 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 potato it's like a french fry it's like a floppy chip so it is it's these this massive mountain this mountain of of like french fry (laughs) chips covered in, in melted cheese okay then a cheeseburger, the buns are donuts. You got a donut burger. I mean, it's dangerous. So Stone's been delivered that. I think housing taking down both of these, I obviously won't make the drive back to even the studio, which yeah. is you know right. a, Just, a short got, twenty minute drive we've got away. A, like we've got a group of five teammates here, so we'll all we'll all assist in it. But you're you're not done. You're, like you're tasting a bunch of stuff. I mean, it looks today. delicious. Yeah, I can't so, tell you how excited I am. So taste away. Damon is in Delray. Damon's on Ken Levick alive. What's up, Damon? Listen, when, listen. When those pigs run, you got to play the theme from Chariots of Fire in the background. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Well, we're gonna try and sync it up. I don't know. I don't know from my vantage point if I can call a full play-by-play, but we will definitely give all of the accoutrement that the pig races deserve. Yeah, the chariots. As far as um, under, under, I think Jalen Hurts individually. If if this kid can take them deep in there and live up to that number one um, seed. He's going yeah. to get a huge contract. So individually, he's got a lot of. He's stake, got a lot to prove. Yeah, gotta, I think that's a good yeah, one. Yeah, but you're but you're right, Ken. As usual, um, uh, the Bills they got to do it, man. I mean, they they got everything on their side. They got America on their side now. Like you were saying, even as a lifelong Dolphins fan, I, I mean, I'm even kind of pulling for the miserable B words, you know, to to, <laughs> to finally get uh-huh. it done. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's a tough spot to be in because uh, you and I are are programmed to be petty towards that team and those fans, and it just doesn't seem I I, I don't have my heart in it like I I have in the past uh, with this, and especially when Skylar Thompson is involved in the proceedings. And appreciate the call, Damon. I hate to continue to bag on Skylar Thompson, but he's Skylar Thompson, right? Like yeah, that's you the, have every um. Green light on my end to go after <laughs> Skylar Thompson here. Um, uh, real quick, if we could, uh, Cyrus, let, let me know when uh, when you have it ready. Could we do a uh, a Baptist Health Orthopedic Care Injury Emporium? Just let me know. Just let me know when we're we're good to go because I want to. Before I forget to do this, I want to make sure that uh, we can we can fire these off here. So um, uh, it's uh, it, we we've got a couple of of injury notes with the Dolphins. We've got a couple of injury notes, actually a surprising one uh, with the the Chargers as well. So the NFL playoffs are coming up, and so injuries are taking hold, as we know, especially with the Dolphins. Which player, team, or coach has the most to prove? Which player, team, or coach has the most to prove in the NFL playoffs? 888-760-3776. Time now for the Baptist Health Orthopedic Care Injury Emporium. Hut! Green! Hut! Hut! Oh, no. 
There's a man down. It is official, made official by Mike McDaniel, Dolphins head coach. Skyler Thompson is indeed the starting quarterback Sunday against the Bills in their AFC wildcard game. Teddy Bridgewater is available as the backup. I would think, though, that wisely, and I don't know if this is going to happen, but if I were Mike McDaniel, Mike Glennon's probably available to me as a third quarterback. you got to carry Mike Glennon, right? Yeah, I, I just don't know if you're thinking about defending yourself from the meme gods because if Mike Glennon jogs out there in the playoffs that be a pain in the neck. to take on the Buffalo Bills, everybody would go back to when we were 8-3, and three, that touchdown pass Trent Sherfield scored against the San Francisco 49ers. Like We were gloriously on top like that of was the mountain. Super Bowl. That's the last good moment of this Dolphin season. We that. were purchasing tickets or even mentioning <laughs> Glendale, Arizona. Yeah, Stone and I were booking flights, man. And now Mike Glennon is going to jog out on the field in a teal uniform and take on the best team in the league right now, or at least one of them. I just couldn't swallow it. I don't think you jog Mike Glennon out there. We would get absolutely roasted but what for I'm saying, months. They might have to because Skyler Thompson, it's like we haven't seen him enter a game and get hurt immediately. Um, and with the state of the Dolphins' offensive line, we don't know if Taron Armstead is playing. And then Teddy Bridgewater... He can only throw the ball like 15 yards, and he's your backup quarterback. So they might be forced into having to play Mike Glennon at some point. And this is significant. And I'll say this. This could be significant to Brandon Staley's job if this weekend goes poorly for the Chargers. Mike Williams, who was injured needlessly playing in a game that did not matter for the Chargers this past weekend. He injured his back. Mike Williams out against Jacksonville. Mike Williams had no business being on the field. The starters were still playing, including Justin Herbert at that point. Again, in a game that was not going to help or hurt the Chargers yeah. in the AFC playoff picture. And now Mike Williams unable to play against the Jaguars. If the, Jags loo- if the, if the Chargers lose to the Jags and uh, Justin Herbert struggles because he doesn't have his complete receiving core, Brandon Staley legitimately could have his job in trouble. Yeah, and I think so. Right, They're missing a lot of uh, – Keenan Allen, also, I think if you had to place a bet on if he was going to finish the entire football game, it's got to be a pick em, Right, We're just not sure if this guy's even able to get out there, able to complete a game. No Mike Williams. Yeah, Brandon Staley, but I think he's been treated unfairly. Right, People, people are you – know. I like his aggression. That was stupid. I like when he goes for it on fourth down. I like his goal line decisions. Like, fine, he goes for it. But that – that – was stupid. I, I think there's an argument that, that can be had that you know teams want to get hot before riding into the playoffs, right? You want to have a good win, unlike the Cowboys losing to the Commanders, right? You want to play all your, all of your starters. You want to put up a lot of good numbers and a lot of good things on tape so that that propels you into the postseason. If that's your goal, I'm not necessarily mad at you, but if you're just jogging those guys out there for no reason and they don't really want to be out there, that's when you typically get hurt. Uh, Ricky messages, I want to see if Brandon Staley can just manage the game and not do anything stupid. I think he has a lot to prove. Well, I would argue now Brandon Staley has already done something stupid in the playoffs. So he might have an awful lot to prove. Which player, team, or coach in the NFL playoffs has the most to prove? I say Josh Allen. Stone says the Vikings. 
Is it Brandon Staley? Is it the Dallas Cowboys? Is it Dak Prescott? Or is it someone or something entirely different? Which player, team, or coach has the most to prove in the NFL playoffs? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And our Injury Emporium brought to you by Baptist South Orthopedic Care. They have a team of skilled orthopedic sports medicine surgeons and specialists that specialize in surgical and non-surgical treatments to get you back to what you love. Don't put off seeing a doctor. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho today for more information. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle joint replacement spine and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealthnet slash ortho. More of your calls, more of your social media when we come back, and it's starting to rain at the South Florida Fairgrounds, which means it's going to be a slow track for the pig races. It could alter game plans when the pigs come to run. Speaking of pigs, Stone Lebanowitz has fair food all in front of him, and we're going to document him eating it when we come back. He is Stone Lebanowitz, Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. So if you look on social media right now, at KLV 106.3, we have the video of Stone Lebanowitz housing. I mean, getting after this donut burger that he was handed at the South Florida Fair. It's got mm. two glazed donuts, one top bun, one bottom bun. It's got the, uh, what is that, just a, a regular quarter pound patty. No doubt. And then you've got lettuce, tomato, onion, cheese. Pickles. Pickles, cheeseburger, surrounded by donut, and stone absolutely gets after this thing. So see the video. I mean, just big boy bites at KLV1063 on Twitter. And then, of course, we have the cheese fries, but they're fries, they're, they're thin potatoes. They look more like chips, but just doused in melted cheese. And so Stone's getting after those now. That's his side to his donut burger. He'll continue to eat fair food throughout the course of the show. Got you until 2 o'clock here from the South Florida Fair. A little bit wet right now. A little bit wet here on the opening day of the South Florida Fair, but it'll dry out. I don't think we're having a 1 o'clock pig race right now. Much like Indy cars, I don't think they trot out the pigs when it's raining. I uh, want it to be as safe as possible in the most ideal racing conditions possible. I think you're underestimating the power you know, of the pigs. Yeah, the athleticism of the swine. True. Are They're you, more you like NFL think, players. Yeah, you don't think they've been out in the wild when it's raining and had to run for their life? Like, it's something that they're probably used to. Out in the wild. I don't think these pigs have come from the wild. They're not boars, Stone. These things, these, <laughs> these pigs come from farms. They're not out in the wild. Uh, so we're at the South Florida Fair. Get your passes, southfloridafair.com. And talking NFL playoffs, they start tomorrow. And, again, if you're just, uh, you're just tuning in uh, and you missed it, Mike McDaniel has officially named Skylar Thompson. <laughs> Dolphins starting quarterback against the Bills. Awesome. Which player, team, or coach in the NFL playoffs has the most to prove? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Joe in Jupiter. Hi, Joe. Hey, guys. How's it going? Um, Good. So I've got a, a, this is a very individual uh, situation, but I think that um, 
Geno Smith, if Geno Smith goes toe-to-toe, I don't expect the Seahawks to win, but if Geno Smith can go toe-to-toe with the 49ers defense and, and have a really good game, I, I think he's got a three-year, $50 million, $60 million contract waiting for him in the offseason from some team, but only if he can he can perform because we know what the, the 49er defense is. He, he'll be on the yeah. road. He took him to the playoffs already, and I think people kind of are on the fence still. They think maybe he could do it, but this might be a game that convinces another team to, to give him that three-year, $50, $60 million contract. I, I really think he's got a lot on the line. I would argue, too, along those lines, and appreciate the call. That Love the call. That was not Joe. I think that was uh, – No, no, that was Joe and Jupiter, just not Joe and Jupiter. Oh, that was a different Joe and Jupiter? That, that was a different Joe and Jupiter. Oh, I thought it was Joe and Jupiter like Cowboys Joe and Jupiter. No, that was Joe and Jupiter, and I love that Joe and Jupiter now because I love bringing up that, Geno Smith in this game against the that's, Niners. That's a great one, and I would argue that both quarterbacks have a lot to prove because Brock Purdy, he's been a great story, but now this is different. This is the playoffs. If he can navigate through the playoffs, if he can get a playoff win, think about it. Brock, after this weekend, Brock Purdy might have as many playoff wins as Dak Prescott. Think about that. See, see don't just, do that. Just don't wrap give, your, your mind around that, don't Stone gi- Labanowitz. Don't give them the ammunition. Don't even say that. But it is it, Brock Purdy's interesting case as well, right? If he loses this game to Seattle, he's just he's, he's going he's, to be oh, he's that backup. He's going to be no, he's going to be competing for that starting right. job come but, that ball camp. What I'm saying, if he wins, then Brock Purdy has staked his claim potentially to the Niners starting quarterback job. Or he has staked a claim to someone else's starting quarterback job via a deal in the offseason. There is a lot on the line for Brock Purdy, his future, and him being a QB1 in the NFL. Geno, a big-time contract, that's what he has to prove. He's already going to win comeback player of the year, but the way he's played the last month and a half or so wouldn't necessarily suggest that he's going to get himself that deal, but if he can ball in the postseason, he can get himself that deal. That quarterback matchup is fascinating, and I don't even think about it, but Joe's right, other Joe, um, Geno Smith and I'll add Brock Purdy, they both have a lot to prove in that one game this weekend. Yeah, a few callers ago, Damon, I believe was his name, brought up Jalen Hurts and said if we're talking dollar amount, he has the most to prove because he likely well, can play. I also think people taking him seriously. Sure. He has a lot to prove. But I think if he plays well and they get to that NFC Championship game sure. or just ultimately play really well, whatever that means, depending on you know what you're looking for, the dollar amount, it's for a whole nother discussion because Jalen Hurts then is playing for the most. And then Geno Smith is following shortly behind him, I think. He is auditioning. He's jogging out there tomorrow at 4.30 on Fox to audition for tens of millions of dollars, whether it's for Seattle or another team. I think it has to be spoken about because I'm a Geno guy. We did our playoff, our NFL playoff quarterback draft with the quarterbacks left, and I went Geno before I went guys like Trevor Lawrence, guys like Justin Herbert. Like, I think he's playing with a chip on his shoulder, and I like his chances. Which player, team, or coach has the most to prove in the NFL playoffs? 888-760-3776. Stone, scale of 1 to 10. Uh, the donut burger. What are you giving it? I gave it a nine point six. Nine point six. It was it was one to ten. It was that good. Well, just a little bit. It, the 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 sweetness of the donut. Does it offset the the meat a little bit? Do they mix well? How would you describe that? So the sweetness of the donut brought it all back in. Okay. Right when you're swallowing, you know, all the meat and everything, it's like ooh, yeah, flavor yeah, yeah. and swallowing and then, meat and then, for sure. And then you swallow uh-huh. that donut, and uh-huh. it's like mm, 
that's savory, and yeah, then you just want to yeah. keep going. Yeah, yeah, no, I understand. Once you you put your tongue on that donut and you put that meat in your mouth, like it's delicious, right? Yeah. So, yep. so there you go. So you've got the donut burger, and then what about the uh, the cheesy chip fries? Uh, where you've got a, they look like potato chips. They're a little soft, uh, potatoey, and they are doused in. It's a simple dish, doused in melted. What do you give that one to ten? I'm gonna give that an eight point okay. five. Good snack seems like a very good snack. And what makes it so high of a rating is that you really can't find it anywhere else. You're not right. you're not gonna roll into your favorite restaurant at eight p.m. and get you right. kettle chip stacked six inches tall, I'm full not of melted. Sit down cheese. at the TGI Fridays and and have this put on the table. No shot. Right, right, right. So so uh, this is fair food through and through right here. All right. So we're gonna continue now that the rain has stopped. We are going to uh, or close to stopping. We're gonna get some more food here for Stone. He's gonna continue to rate some fair food here at the South Florida Fair. When we return. I'm so irritated with the NFL, and you'll never, ever, ever believe how this guy sitting to my left, Stone Labanowitz, who right now is eating a donut burger, possibly broke his wrist. And I'm not talking about that, but it was another weird way. He's Stone Labanowitz, Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.